0: Our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm so glad you joined us today. And we have a super special podcast on the final podcast of 2022. I have got my friend and associate coach, real estate coach and business coach with me, Frank Pulley. Welcome, Frank.
2: Thank you, Karen. I appreciate the, the opportunity to speak to everybody.
1: Oh, we are so happy to have you on. And those of you that know Frank, Frank is such an expert in real estate, and he also works with our wonderful attorney, Bill Bronchek. They're a really powerful team, and we're just so blessed, Frank, to have you as part of the Wealth Builders coaching team. We're keeping you really busy this year.
2: Yeah, but the feeling, the blessing feeling is very mutual, let me tell you.
1: That's so sweet. Thank you. Uh, we are in a series where we're featuring our speakers that are going to be at the Wealth Builders Conference and touching on the topics that they kind of specialize in. And Frank is an expert in real estate. And I just want to remind you that you can still get tickets for the Wealth Builders Conference. It's February 17th through the 19th. We have limited seating in person. So if you can make it, go ahead and get those tickets now. Go to Builders. Dot org forward slash events, and you can learn more about it. Or if you want to join us by live stream, we really have a great experience in family that is on the live stream as well. You can go to that same place, wealthbuilders.org forward slash events, learn more about it and get registered. So Frank, as we look into 2023, Three and the market. My goodness, there's so many different reports out there. So we are looking forward to getting your expertise on what we can expect in real estate. So I'll turn it over to you.
2: Thanks, Karen. Well, fortunately, unlike many investors, we have the Lord on our side to provide some guidance and some reassurance. So, but you know, a lot of people are asking, you know, we hear all these stories about real estate. We hear good things on the news, we hear bad things on the news. We hear good things from people at work, bad things from people at work. We just don't know what to believe. So, you know, people are always asking, is this the right time to buy real estate? And a few facts here. First of all, I think the market is going to soften over the next few months, but it's not going to be like it was 10 or 15 years ago where we actually went through a huge downturn of property values. I don't think it's going to be that bad. There's still too much demand, but you also have to be educated. And that's where we come in. We're going to be speaking at the uh, wealth builder conference about, you know, what are the things that make a good deal? Here's the thing. If you know how to make a good deal, what does make a good deal? Unlike, Many investors, they're going to choose to sit out the next 12 to 18 months. And although for some that might be the right choice, I think they're going to miss out on some really great opportunities. And let's face it, even in a soft, decreasing market, there are deals to be had. Uh, I was back there in the mid 2000s and I made good money during that time. It's just a matter of being educated and know. What the strategies are, but some of the things that you need to be uh, aware of that we'll talk about again at the uh, conference are, you know, you have to be aware that laws and regulations change, um, tax laws can change, you know, uh, um, local laws can change, etc. There also can be some local markets that run different from the norm, so you have to kind of look for those areas. In Denver, for example, we have an area called the Washington Park area. Even during the greatest downturn of property values, that never, it never hit them at all because it's such a high demand area, but you got to develop your real estate knowledge because education is the key. You know, Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So Let's talk a little more about some facts. First of all, new home construction. Well, over the past few months, you've probably, the last few years, you've probably seen, uh, you've gone a lot of places and you've seen a lot of new construction. And and that's true. New construction has eaten up about uh, 22% of the new builds, which is kind of a, in competition, so to speak, with uh, existing single family homes. But builders are stepping up their efforts but they say that housing starts will fall even further in 2023 we have mortgage r- uh, rates of approaching 7 plus percent i guess the fed's going to take another look at that possibly tomorrow we have some demand because uh, some demand but we also have some weakened demand because people have been priced out of the market because of uh, they can't afford the mortgage payments at a higher rate And so that's gonna affect first time, especially first generation prospective home buyers. But there are some opportunities if you know what to look for. First of all, there's gonna be some competition amongst the new builds, the different companies, and ongoing projects may cause home builders to slope construction down, lower some prices, and offer more incentives. They might offer, you know, upgrades of carpet, Um, tile bathrooms you know that sort of thing competition between new and existing already built homes may provide some opportunities for investors if you know what to look for now here's a good thing with construction slowing down the rental markets rental rates have continued to rise and they're still supposed to hold steady and possibly rise because people that can't afford a, a new home Where are they going to live? They either stay where they're at, or if they're a new buyer, they're going to they're going to rent for a while. So if you're a landlord, that is really really good. I'm just looking at a uh, the graph that I pulled off of Zillow, and they are expecting a maximum price reduction of around fourteen percent. I think that's actually a little too much, but uh, based on our demand still. But you know, we lost thirty percent in. The, the Great Recession, so to speak, back in the mid-2000s. So this is not a bad thing. You just have to, again, be um, much aware and use the formulas, et cetera, that we'll give you at the, uh, at the uh, Wealth Builders Conference as far as when it, it's time to invest in a property or not. So, you know, I mean, there's still strong demand for long-term rentals and even vacation properties. I'll talk about that in a couple of minutes people are traveling and plus slightly dipping real estate prices and slowing sales are making it easier to buy properties if you're going to be a landlord and you know there's people that've been in the in the stock market and pullback in stocks and bonds is also encouraging investors to get returns elsewhere so with low empl- unemployment and wage increases you know, qualified renters are abundant. These people may not afford a house, but they're going to be able to afford uh, rent. And if you are pulling your money out of the stock market, which I've done some of mine, and I know Karen has done some of hers, we put it into real estate because that's almost, uh, if you buy right, it's almost a surety. So one of the things that has provided some uh, competition is investors pulling out of the stock market have kind of gone up blackrock i think is one company that uh, has bought uh, a lot of properties investors actually bought nearly a quarter of u.s single-family homes last year so that may have driven up the price a little bit may have uh, made the import inventory a little less but it has driven up rent for suburban families in the process and these companies are getting to the point where they're fairly Saturated. They don't want to overextend. Not exactly knowing where the uh, housing market is going. And we're not talking one house. We're talking maybe a, a thousand houses. So in that situation, uh, they are a bit of a, a competition. But I don't think they're going to be a huge, huge uh, factor in buying a property if you know what to look for. You know, again, as I mentioned before, a lot of investors are sitting on the fence, waiting for the next 12 to 24 months, but when in principle, that might be a good opportunity if you know what to look for. And, and again, we follow formulas. It's not by guess or by gosh. I mean, and if the numbers are right, you have a great chance of success. Also, there's an increase in foreclosures, and those might allow to uh, have a few uh, extra properties on the market, which you know uh, might be uh, potential for a good investment. All right, let's see. Oh, there's also COVID fatigue. A lot of landlords went through the COVID and had a few people that didn't pay and they're really tired of the market right now. And so they're looking to sell their portfolios. Um, uh, Myself, Bill Bronchick, and others have found that is a really good market right now. And um, again, one great opportunity for those of you that uh, are a little bit experienced in the market, uh is mixed-use buildings these are these buildings that have maybe uh, a restaurant or a number of shops on the first floor maybe offices on the second floor and then from that on up you know 10 floors or whatever they're all apartments and stuff and those have been very popular and they're also it's a safer investment because you're dispersifying your investment across multiple types of properties And let's face it: if you have a single-family home and it's empty, you're 100 percent unoccupied. Versus, you know, you're losing a tenant or two in a in a 30-unit apartment building. Well, that doesn't hit you so much. And again, commercial real estate: huge, uh, huge opportunities there. I mean, right now, for those of you in the know, you can actually uh, do uh, triple net leases. Those are leases where you not only charge the rent, but you also charge the uh, insurance you also charge the uh, property taxes and you also charge uh, common area maintenance maintenance and so and and that is by the way totally legit and that is totally done all the time so I was in an office one time and many times actually and we paid that triple net lease the other thing that's good is office space is starting to grow back again now some of these people that own offices Or, you know, maybe remodel them a little bit and that sort of thing. But that is an up-and-coming opportunity. Along with demand for storage and warehouse space is huge. It's off the charts. Another final thing, and we'll wrap it up here in a few minutes. Vacation rental market is supposed to reach $107 by 2028. All right? Right now, it's only about $12.3 billion. So you see some opportunities there. Holy cow, and Americans are traveling. They're tired of being pent up and, and stuck in by COVID and all this this other stuff that's going on. So people are, they are, they're traveling. And so the vacation rental market is a great opportunity for you to make some money as, a, as an investor, but also uh, to provide a great and needed service for people. You know, they say in the midst of chaos, there is opportunity that even in this market, both now and in the future, there will be opportunities if you know what to look for. So just a couple of quick final thoughts as far as uh, finding bargain properties. Uh, one of the things you can do is, first of all, get educated, know what to look for. Talk to people in your family, your friends, your sphere of influence, people at work. Get some good business cards. Hand them out. Let them know you're investing in real estate. You can also use the internet for searches: Zillow, Redfin, Realtor.com. Their estimates are, aren't always great, but the sold properties and the property descriptions are good. You could drive around for uh, dollars and look for old for rent or for sale or rent signs. For sale or rent usually means a very very motivated uh, landlord. You can talk to bankers, look for old old, for sale by owner signs, or even if you have a realtor on your team, you can ask them to look at older or expired listings. I'm going to end today by Proverbs 21.5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes over only to poverty. So what they're saying here is you have to be diligent. You have to get educated. You can't just do this on a wing and a prayer. The prayer helps, but you got to be educated. And so uh, hopefully you guys will come and see us and meet all of us at the uh, Wealth Builders Real Estate Workshop. Now I'm going to turn it back over to Karen.
1: Thank you so much, Frank. That's great insight and really gives us an idea of what you're going to be talking about at oh, yeah. the upcoming workshop In that's part of the Wealth Builders Conference you said something in there that I think is so many things were really interesting, but you know, vacation rentals always jumps out to me because I yeah. just love them. They're so fun. But with it going to over a hundred billion, yeah. is what is being projected. And it's just over 12 billion right now. Did I hear that yeah. correctly?
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's, so, boy, that, help me understand, true, right? Frank, because Where is the increased like appetite for that coming from for an industry to grow that much when we still have hotels that are in business and around you know where they're expecting all that growth to come from?
2: Well, first of all, more investors are getting into the market, which means there's going to be more of these vacation rentals available. I mean, Mm -hmm. and, and the other thing too is, if you look what you'll pay for a hotel and what you'll pay for a vacation rental, you may actually might pay a little more per night for a vacation rental, but look at what you
1: get. True. That's so true.
2: So people are starting to wise up to that and and, uh, vacation rentals are becoming more and more and more popular.
1: You know, I, I can see that too. I was even thinking back to when we went through COVID and, you know, there's always looming threats of another pandemic and, it seems like they're always, you know, talking about shutting down again. Well, you know, there's hotels that shut down or made it like almost yeah. impossible to stay there, or cut back so much oh, on yeah. their staff that it wasn't a very good experience. And I really think that that it harmed the industry long term, where people are thinking, well, you know, hotel. I'm in this big complex with all these people. The hotels we were used to going to are closed or have very limited services. So people that weren't used to even considering vacation rentals turned to vacation rentals to have their own private place. And I think they found they like it.
2: Well, yeah. And I mean, vacation rentals really still are a little low profile. I don't think it's anything what it's going to be. I mean, there's TV Mm. shows now about mm-hmm. vacation rentals and things like that on some of the like uh, HGTV channels and stuff. And they're pretty interesting. And uh oh. like I say, I think the word is out and it's just like a snowball. that's going to grow and grow and grow. And this is now, this is 2030. So we have a ways to go. Yeah. But look at that. I mean, 12.3 to 107. That's yeah, that's great. significant growth. Yep.
1: Yeah, one of the workshops that I'm going to be doing in the real estate track is on vacation rentals, and then also just working with family. Levi is going to join me. Uh, there's like people really like, how do you work with your family? Well, you know, we we're not perfect at it, but we are doing really well, and uh, so we'll be sharing more about vacation rentals at the workshop, and then I'll give you some before and afters, which is always fun. And then you're going to hear from Frank, who will have some amazing topic you know that, that we learn from. So again, I want to encourage you to attend this conference. We're very excited about it. Billy and Becky are so excited to see all of you. And you can register at wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. Again, it's February 17th through the 19th. So thank you so much, Frank, for being a part of this podcast.
2: My pleasure.
1: And thank all of you, our Wealth Builders family, for tuning in. And we wish you a very, very happy new year. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day.
2: God bless you guys.
0: We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, You'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exists to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on Wealth Builders.